Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This hour is brought to you by Team Hochberg. Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. Kevin Fishbane. I got fishy business. Okay, Fishbane. Fishy business? Fishy business. Well, I call him whenever I have him on the show. Fishy business. Bears beat writer for The Athletic. I just try to work hard and tell good stories. I should also note, I know the sports caster of the year for Illinois is no longer covering Illinois team, and I am not leaving to cover the Detroit Lions. All right, well, good. Kevin Fishbane talking Bears. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. I love your name. It's a great name. Yeah, great name. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Kevin Fishbane's on Twitter at KFishbane. The Bears beat writer for The Athletic is with us on the Circus Sports Illinois hotline. Download the Circus Sports app today. He's at the Combine, found himself a nice spot from which to communicate with us via twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. What's going on, Fishy? How are you? Hello, friends. Happy Caleb Williams Day. What did you think of your time with Caleb Williams? I, you know, I was impressed. I, I, I had Lawrence, I had no idea what to expect. I'll, I'll tell you guys, at 8.58 Eastern Time, we were kind of... So we still didn't know 100% if he was going to show. And there's nothing to do with Caleb himself or any rumors or anything we heard. It's just we had just sat there and heard Marvin Harrison Jr. was not coming to the podium for a scheduled media appearance. And you start thinking, okay, Caleb Williams is treating this combine a little differently than guys have in the past. Is he going to just change his mind? Um, so there was a little, and there, you know, it was packed and everybody was waiting. And there he was, and he was enthusiastic, and he was, you know, 
smiling and, and into it. And, and I thought handled it well, because that was an onslaught. Um, it was a massive scene. I mean, I told you guys last week, I've been at some big time combine press conferences over the years. This one, this is top three in terms of attendance and anticipation. Wow. Did you think when he responded to the question about height and weight, he said, that's the first time I'm hearing about my height and size, which we know is obviously not true. Was he joking? Was it clear that he was joking? You know, it, it was not clear he was joking, Dan. I, I, I was, I, I told Grody we got to maybe as a Pruder film that and try to find some times in Caleb's career when he's, we know he's being sarcastic. Uh, I'm hopeful that he was kidding. I mean, I will say this. It's not like it's ever come up from a college perspective, I'm sure. Like, nobody's at it, you know. But once you get but into this portion come on, of the program. But come on. There's no reasonable yeah. person actually thinks that's the first time that he's become aware about questions about his height and size. Like, that's that does not withstand in any sort of scrutiny. Yeah, is that when he first said it, my initial instinct was he was joking. That was my first thought in the moment. Um, but, yeah, maybe it's just a drier sense of humor and didn't come across very well because yeah i mean this is this is somebody who's pretty well aware about what's being said about him he he, he got to that at, at a point in his media session so i'm sure he's he's seen those comments what do you think of the idea of caleb williams as disruptor as as out is someone who's changing the way this process works and whether or not teams in the league will be ready for something like that it's a good question, Lawrence, because it's twofold, right? Like, I personally have no problem with it. I like, you know, I mean, I've Same. talked to you guys. I've got, I've told you about my feelings about the draft. I think the the draft is silly. I think the rookie wage scale is silly. I think a lot of this stuff is silly. Um, so I don't have an issue with him being disruptor. And I get his, you know, his when it comes to the medical check, for example, being like, there's only three teams I could theoretically play for, if not just one. So why do 32 teams need to know everything there is to know? So I get it. I think that it's going to be interesting for teams to come to the conclusion I'm coming to there because I think there's as many younger GMs and coaches we have, there's still an old school system and there's still hard for NFL teams to adjust to somebody like that. So I have no idea how Ryan Poles is going to take it. You know, obviously so much of this week, guys, and we talked about this after the Senior Bowl too, it was a similar situation. So much of this week has been asking people what they think of Caleb Williams. And, you know, everybody says this is not a question about talent. It's just a question about uh, what team is ready for, you know, all that comes with Caleb Williams. And, and not just I what feel- team, the Bears. That's yeah. what makes this different. This is a long time, as you know, very small ownership, family-owned as their only business, mom-and-pop, conservative, small C, that that won't go on hard knocks, that has got, you know, they go to church with Ginny. Are they ready? Do they have the bandwidth and the desire to handle what's coming, even if he is everything he's cracked up to be as a quarterback? It's the number one question, Dan. It is, because we've seen this team over and over again with whether it's a top pick a quarterback or a first round pick quarterback or a veteran who you traded for not make it work and this guy is completely different and this team is different the history of this team is different and this market 
is different. You know, there's one team in Chicago, not like New York or LA. It's one team, as you guys know, that that team supersedes everything in this town. And that position is what everyone's going to talk about. So this, you know, it's funny, guys, because we talked so much last spring about Kevin Warren, right? And what's the impact of Kevin Warren going to be? And then you and I, we talked, the three of us talked about a month ago. We're like, well, where was that impact when it came to the football side? When you're talking about having the infrastructure maybe off the field to, you know, from a marketing standpoint, whatever it is, I think that's where you, maybe we could see, like, I guess the way to say this is, I think that's where you would hope to see some of that Kevin Warren influence to change things up in terms of making this building ready for whatever Caleb Williams has to bring. Speaking of Kevin Warren, Dan and I got into a conversation about the surveys that happened this past week. And I'd love to know what you think of the surveys overall and and how you think the Bears will go about addressing some of the issues that came up in the surveys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that they make the surveys public from a media standpoint. I love it. I mean, it's great. It's great content, right? We can all talk about it and you can have a whole day of shows about it and write articles about it. And, um, you know, it's fascinating. Um, I, I can't I'm sure the league doesn't love it that this stuff gets public, but I can understand the players. Players union wants to put some pressure on these teams. The worst grade the Bears got last year was about the family stuff, you know, the family room. And I remember the first home game, I think it was preseason, there was a new setup outside the family room when we walked by. And the Bears are limited there. It is not a great facility to begin with, and there's just nothing they can do about that right now. But that was just a little hit, like, okay, they made a change. They've, they've done something different here, which was, and then their grade was still pretty low in that category, but they talked, the players said that was one of the bigger improvements from last year. Now, you know, I know there was the food and dietitian stuff that got some low grades. So is that the next area? But Kevin Warren seems like somebody who, if he, if he sees something like that, you know, he, he's going to want to make some kind of change. He better. I, and this is, I love the fact that in consecutive answers about completely different things, you mentioned Kevin Warren. And do you think so far, regardless of all of the push and pull with the stadium silliness, has he had a noticeable impact on the team? Dude, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting question, Dan, because I think if you, I think in the building there's been an impact. I think people in the building feel it and they see it and they notice it, and I think that's going to continue. Um, as he gets more comfortable in his role, um, you know, I think the way that like the football stuff has gone on, I, I don't think we've felt that yet. And I don't know if we will, and I don't know what that's going to look like, but it's definitely different. I mean, you, you, you get a sense talking to people like this isn't Ted anymore. Um, and again, that's not stuff that like fans might see. And, you know, I'm not going to necessarily go into details of some of those, th- what those things are, but like you, you talk to people in the building and they're like, yeah, like you feel the difference. You feel the impact. And, you know, it's so hard to talk about it too, Dan, because, like, all that matters is wins. You got to win. But I do think that, like, building a winning organization is not just having the right quarterback. That's the most important thing, probably. But so many layers of that building, you you know, want it to be a championship organization. To bring it back to Caleb Williams, you know, he said today, he goes, I want to know from teams that they want to win. And that's from the top all the way down. 
like building a winning culture and building a you know a winning building. Um, and, and I do think that that there has been some. So you, you talk to me like there. You definitely feel the Kevin Warren effect, and I'm not just talking, guys, about the vastly improved prospects food at Soldier Field. At well, well, yeah, and I mean it's funny though because like I do think about that, and I I've talked with some people that work at Soldier Field that said that that was a priority for Kevin Warren, and I expect like that's one of the things where. Is, there's so much stuff that we don't know about what is inside of what he wants to do. That's something where I do know that that's something he wants to improve. So I, I would, my whole thing has been if the Bears end up on this list again at the same in the same place if the survey comes back and players are still upset about the nutrition and the variety, that's something that you can hold Warren accountable for because that's something that while maybe not easy. It's something that he can make a change with. Yeah, it's a tangible thing. And, and as I, said, I do joke about the press box food, but that is a, it is a perfect example of something that he knew was subpar compared to other st- stadiums. And he made a change and it was a massive change. And we all noticed it. Um, and the other thing, too, when, when you think about the, the survey, my favorite part about it, just from a I don't know if, it's, if this is irony or what. Ryan Pace is the reason the Bears were in the top 10. Mm-hmm. His, you know, he made it a point to renovate House Hall. The weight room, the locker room, that was Ryan Pace. And it's just kind of funny to see kind of that is, his, when you think about positive legacy, certainly we can go all day talking about the things that didn't work under Ryan Pace. That's a massive part of his legacy. It's something he wanted to do. It's obviously something the players appreciate. As we mentioned yesterday with Jason Leisure, some of the credit for that lies with the incessant complaining of John Fox and the pace and everybody's like, fine, God, shut up already. Because all he did was just bitch about how, how subpar their facilities were. And eventually they listened. So he was right. He, he was right. So, but some of it was him constantly pointing it out. Yeah, and the thing about John Fox too, which this is this is bled over into this staff. John Fox expanded their staff; like they got a lot more coaches and a lot more people in different roles. Remember, like we got bumped out of our you know little dorms at Bourbonnais because they needed them for extra, all these extra staff members. This Eberflus coaching staff is a massive coaching staff. They have a lot of different guys, and that's a little bit kind of John Foxy. And like, there's just a lot of different people involved. I will say, guys, I did have a John Fox sighting in Indianapolis. Don't tell me that you too ran into him as he was leaving a bar. I, I, I too did leave, run into John Fox as he was leaving a bar. It's all a problem. That's great because Weederer said he had the same experience. Well, I, I, I will say I was with Dan. Ah, this. there we go. Okay. <laughs> it would be better if we're like putting little pins in the map trying to figure out where these John Fox sightings are. I'm just saying that th- the old John Fox would have been he's arriving at the bar while you're leaving. Right. No, this was, you know, just a couple six seven score Bears correspondents spending some time together, going going to the bar. He was walking out, gave us a guys, I'm not old enough anymore. Can't do can't stay out this late anymore. And uh and then he was gone. You know what? He was headed somewhere else. <laughs> he wasn't going home. I'll tell you right now. He didn't want or bothering him while he was sitting yeah, there trying to have his drink. I'm going home. I'm going home. I gotta get right back to the hotel. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. It's fine. That's the way that it's supposed to be. 
Oh, okay, so obviously, like the Caleb Williams story is the number one story, and probably the number two and three story. Right. What other stories are there for the Bears at the combine? Uh, I think number two, Lawrence, might be Jalen Johnson. Um, you know, I thought Ryan Pulse's comments were interesting on Tuesday. I'm sure you guys did too. Um, you, you know, we always appreciate Ryan Pulse's candor, and I think we certainly appreciate there's always strategy to it. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I would, um, I would not be surprised if they're forced to use the franchise tag. I don't, I don't, I think, I think they're close. Um, but that that's an interesting thing because I mean, Jalen is the number one corner that could be available and there's not a number two and, and he's anointed himself essentially as a, a, a top five corner in the league probably right now based on the way he played last year. So I, I do think that that is, because when you heard those comments Tuesday, you might thought oh, they might get this done right now, um, but it's still been a few days, and, and it might it might take right up to the deadline. So that was that was one thing. And you know, guys, I joke with you about how we forget about the number nine pick. You know, the other thing we just like ha- you know maybe just haven't talked about a- enough is free agency, which is coming up. You know, a week from Monday, and and this is a team that's got the cap space to to make some to make some ads and. And I don't know if they're actually going to do this, but this is just something I was just talking about with somebody, is the running back market is deep. And it goes against the way Ryan Poles has operated. But you wonder, is this a team that's kind of built right now with the cap space? Do you give one of these guys a one-year, $10 million deal to be just to add some, you know, a dynamic more dynamic threat to your backfield. It's funny Uh, that you bring this up. We had a conversation with Brad Spielberger earlier this week, and we were talking to him because I, I can feel the, the sea change happening. And, and specifically for the bears where you look at the loss of David Montgomery, go, well, you know, he's a running back and you see the difference that he made for Detroit. It's not, the pendulum's not going to swing all the way back to, to where it was like, even when like Derrick Henry was drafted but I do think that 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 instead of just saying, well, we'll draft a guy in the fourth or fifth round or we'll find someone on, on a scrap heap, I think the teams are going to look for specific running back targets and that the, the value is going to go up just a little bit from what it's been over the last six or seven years. Yeah, I can see that happening, Lawrence. And, and, and you look, you know, if they're going to bring in a rookie quarterback, what are some things that a rookie quarterback's best friend, right? Offensive line, you know, center, center is big, center is big. And that's a need, right? They've got the receiver. They've got the tight end. Okay. You add that running back who can just take a little bit of stress off them. Um, you know, you, you think about just all those things that just can kind of help build that offense. And that would make, that would make sense. I, I'm not, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about specific running backs or targeting or if they're like, you know, active in that market per se, but that was just kind of a, like a thought that a couple people kind of brought up. Like, you know, I want, I wonder if that is an area where they can, they see an opportunity to really make this offense better. A couple of segments ago, Joe Ostrowski was on and we were talking about the betting market for where Justin Fields ends up. And I imagine you've probably heard some of the same stuff that I've heard about how hot it is with Atlanta and how that makes sense to do. But he brought an interesting wild card into this that I hadn't thought about. And, and it's probably because of the way that things have gone over the last 20 years in New England. But there's a new head coach in New England. And, and I wonder if the Patriots might be a place where he could find himself. 
Yeah, Lawrence, I, it's funny. I was just walking by a, a Patriots beat writer, um, and, and we had this exact discussion. We were taught he was kind of asking about it, just kind of out of curiosity. And like, I understand all the reasons why the Falcons, the team, has talked about. I just, I'm still not there. And the Patriots are really interesting because that's a team where you could see them bringing in, you know, trading for Justin, still drafting somebody early second round or whatnot. And, 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 you know, you start with fields and you have the other guy Um, like that. Yeah. That's a fascinating spot, especially, especially if they're going to have Marvin Harrison jr. With the third pick Uh, that's, that's a team that's, that's intriguing And, and you haven't heard anything out of there. And, you know, I don't know how different they're going to be from a, you know, as an operation with Gerard Mayo when it comes to that stuff. But yeah, you, you kind of like, there's a lot of, te- I'll say this. There's a lot of teams that don't make sense. And the Patriots are a team where you kind of, you kind of think about it, like, yeah, that, that, that could track it. They don't, they just, the thing there, this is what the writer was telling me. They just have so many questions about what that offense is going to look like with Van Pelt. And they just don't know yet his styles, what he wants to bring and what, his view on quarterback is, but that's definitely a team. I'll say is that they make more sense than some of the other teams that are thrown out there. Kevin Fishbane, have fun at the uh, remaining combine responsibilities you have. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys. That is Kevin Fishbane. When we come back, I've been waiting all week for this. Don't he sh- has. Don't shake your head because you're going to have to answer the question. I, I'm going to do my best. All right. It's an NBA trivia question. If you listen to the organization's win championships podcast, you are disqualified. Because oh, you asked me. Uh, we we ran. In, I didn't hear this though. We ran into it on there, and this it, it became much more interesting than I thought it would be. Batim, and no, it is not owner Alpha Batim, but yeah. it is it, it is something that will surprise you and amaze you. It is next on the score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I'd have some fun with this just because it surprised me. As you know, on the uh, Organizations Win Championships podcast, we do something called the OWC College Showdown. We've done it for all 65 episodes that we've done where I usually present three current NBA players because Jason prides himself in knowing where every rostered current NBA player went to college. And then he picks out these rando vintage guys going back to like the 70s and presents me with those. Here's the problem. that After 65 episodes, I'm running out of guys. He kind of is too. So we're expanding the OWC College Showdown to just the showdown, and we're opening up some of the questions that we ask about the NBA. I thought you were going to say opening up the phone lines. No, we're opening up. Never. No, no, at the, at the end of the show. Now, do me a favor. Do not look at the text line. As we I'm, do this. I've, I've stopped looking at the text. That's good policy, actually. I admire that. And this is, it, it sounds simple, and some of this is simple, but part of it isn't. Among active NBA players, who are the top five all-time leaders in steals? Among active NBA players. I mean... LeBron has to be on the list. He's number two. Chris Paul? Number one. By a wide margin. You have one and two. As weird as this is to say, uh, you know what? Russell Westbrook. Number three. You're doing great. Hmm. Feel free, guys. Is James Harden on the list? That's number five. You're, th- this is great. Now the hard one. Now the fun starts. Who is, and that's really what the question is, is who is fourth all time in steals among active NBA players? Is it Rudy Gobert? It is not. Damn it. I was kind of thinking of a big two. Like yeah. an odd, somebody that you wouldn't think of. Like not a Dwight little, Howard. Uh, but he's not active anymore, is no, he? No, he's not active. Damn. Are we on the right track with thinking it's a big? I'm not going to say yet. Okay. It means it's somewhere in between. Small forward. Okay. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> answering that yet. I would just. I was really interested to hear the names that Jason fired at me, where he was getting like six, seven, nine, eight, eleven. You know, all the way. And there's there's some that are just a function of longevity, some just because they're they're known good defenders. Not Jimmy Butler, is it? Jimmy Butler is eleventh. Is it Giannis? It is not. Giannis is twenty eighth. Okay. Okay, I have got totally random, but I'm gonna just let's do it, right? Al Horford. 
I like that choice. I, that is not a bad guess, but Al Horford's 31st. Okay. But I understand where you were going with that. Yeah. Old played a lot. Yep, yep. Is Jeff, what's his name, still playing? Jeff Green? Jeff Green. Poor he, man's LeBron. He is. He's 40th. He's just behind Vooch. He's two steals behind Vooch, who's a 30. How about DeMar DeRozan? DeMar DeRozan and Andre Drummond are tied for 15th. They'll be battling it out tonight. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. Andre Drummond's 15th. That's awesome, man. Andre Drummond's got more than John Wall, Marcus Smart, Draymond Green. I'm wearing my Andre Drummond shirt today. Yeah, you are. Well, you're... Uh, Ray's going to be doing, like, sideline reporting on our game or something like that. Well, Shane is going to be. I don't know. I might. High-quality T-shirt, by I'm, the way. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. It looks it? like it. Like, Look literally, it's, like, thick, the yes. thickest T-shirt I've ever owned. Look at the stitching. Like, even on the on the bottom hem. Look at that. It's, like, double-stitched. Like, you get a, if you want a $50 T-shirt, that's what's... Supposed to look like it's like yeah. it's like the milkshake in uh, in Pulp Fiction. Is number four Steph Curry? It is not Steph Curry. That's a good guess. He's seventh. He's seventh. Well, Draymond? No, he said, no, he no. Said, Draymond's seventeenth. Oh, we Draymond's well down the list. There's a couple I thought you would have guessed that you haven't that would have been wrong. Thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> the no, big but, help. Thank you. But there are. Okay, I, I'm going to stick to the Celtics. Drew Holiday? Not a bad guess. Drew Holiday's 10th. Name came up earlier on the show. Bobby Portis. Stop it. Then why don't we just go with Jalen Brown, too? Where is he on the list? Jalen Brown is well down the list. If Screw I... you then, Jalen Brown. doesn't help me. No good to anyone. Um, is Joel Embiid the answer? No. All right, I give up. Ryan Archidiacono. Yes, that there we go. This guy does have something in common with Ryan Archidiacono. White. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Wait. Played at Villanova. No. Played for the Bulls. Yes. Max Drews. Nope. It is a former Bull. One of the Lopez brothers. Well, only one of them played for the Bulls. Yeah, I can't remember which one. Robin. I always forget. And, Robin, thank and, you. And no. Rolo. Yeah, because we called, we called him Rolo. Yeah, that makes no. sense. The answer's no. All right, even though it's already been asked, I'll ask again since you said you play for the Bulls. Jimmy Butler. Laurie Markkinen. No. I did. Former Bulls. Pat Bev. No. Reggie Theus. No. Thad Young. Active. Oh. Thad Young is right. Thaddeus Whoa! Young. Studs. <laughs> Studs. Thaddeus Young is fourth all time in among active players in steals. Thad Young has more than James Harden, Mike Conley, Steph Curry, Kyle Lowry, Paul George, Drew Holiday, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gay, Kawhi Leonard, and Kevin Durant. You know what? Actually, shout out to Emotional Jag on Twitch who, uh, who put that one out there. Well, I, that's why I told you not to look at some of that stuff. He, you, they were you, just guessing randomly. You told me to not look at that. Well, I, I them. presume them too. There's a lot of wrong answers on here. They're all guessing randomly. I picked one of the random ones. Hey, all of my incorrect answers were off the top of the dome. The the Kawhi one, I, I, I should have picked They weren't, Kawhi. Ray. You got a list up over here. <laughs> no, I don't have an actual. I just Googled names. Googled NBA I, players. No. Something like that. No, I didn't. Ooh, I saw Ray's you mad. over here with NBA no, faces no, no, Ray, up. Ray's legit mad. No, I, I'm not legit mad, but I, I just oh. looked up the Celtics roster. That's what oh, I looked okay. up. Okay. 
because I couldn't remember Marcus Horford. Smart. Oh. Horford's first name. But how about Thaddeus? Where, where is Marcus Smart on that list, by the way? Marcus Smart is 19th. He is in between John Wall and Nicholas Batum. How do you play for the Bulls now? Who? Oh, that's Batim. Batim, not Batum. Oh. Another well, 3 and D guy. I just thought that was wild. I just I, the, that is not a name that that comes to mind for sure. That's I it, I would have been here for hours before I got to Thad Young. What a career! Guy's got seventy one point eight career win shares. It's really kind of amazing. At, th- oh, at thirty five years old, he has played in eleven hundred and sixty three NBA games. How many points has he scored? Total? Yeah, he has scored. I will tell you right over now. over twenty thousand. He's at 14,204. Okay. Now, he left the Bulls, and he kind of felt some type of way, didn't he? Like, it was not a, a amicable, amicable breakup. breakup. No, because yeah. Jim Boylan was having to do stuff he didn't want to do, remember? He's not a corner floor and, spacer three-point shooter. And He's I believe... punch in that clock. Seen that movie? And I believe the way in which he learned about his dismissal from the Bulls was like social media. No, it's always terrible. Yep. We need to keep playing playing the way we're playing. So when we did this question, and I mentioned it was a former bull and it wasn't a guard, like our producer, James Jackson, when we he's like, God, I was he said I was a hundred percent certain it was gonna be Taj Gibson. Taj. Oh, that would have been a fun guess. Right? Oh man, I love that guy. Because he's also, you know, still active. He's played and, forever. And played for Thibs. Who wants you to have active hands and poke the ball away, but but not, not on the list. Ice. Magic damn Johnson. He got a 10-day contract last month with the with the Knicks after the Julius Randle injury. Look at that. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, so was that worth it? Yeah, that was a lot of okay, fun. Okay, I that just was thought it was, a... it's a little thing when we're in the content desert and we don't we want to get away from the, the quarterback thing for a moment and talking about what Caleb Williams says. Kind of... <laughs> Grody is a legend. I made sure to let him know oh, that I did we too. appreciated oh, it. Oh, I, t- I texted him. He is, a, he is a legend for that. If you're Fields, you don't want to go to New England, right? No. It isn't. No. That thing's on if you the have down a ch- swing. If, if you have a choice. No, that's that they're they're about to go back to the, the Patriots of my youth. Yeah. And the, the other Stanley and the Morgan, other stuff. Russell you Francis. enjoyed your twenty years of success. Yeah. Back to the wilderness with ye. I think that's, now you're cursed. Whatever whatever deal they had with the devil, it's done. It's done. It's the whole area. Because they kept winning stuff. World Series, NBA championships, Stanley Cups, Super Bowls. I'm going to call it, like, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the Tom Brady effect because then Tampa happened and everything was happening in Tampa. Everything was hot. All the oh, sports that's right. Teams. Yeah, the Lightning were but the lightning were already hot okay. before he got there. And so were the Rays. But, okay. But, yes, like, it, it, it apparently just followed Tom Brady. So now the Fox booth is going to win the Super Bowl, I think. And man, Greg Olson did his thing. He really did, and I feel bad. And yeah, same. I mean, he knew it was happen happening, and he's talked about how he knew it was happening. So he just wanted to make himself as good as possible. It's still, I think that Brady's going to be fine. Like I, I don't think that Brady's going to be bad. There's nothing about him that that because when I've heard him speak about football on his podcast, like he's terrific. 
when he talks to young quarterbacks. I think he's terrific. So I think he's going to be fine. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where you go, this guy really earned it. And it's being given to someone else. It's, it doesn't feel right for a lot of reasons. No doubt. Especially amongst those that are often talking about meritocracy. It's, it, it feels very wrong. Ian Rappaport had a report yesterday regarding likelihoods and the Bears and where we stand right now amid all of this. It, it really is overwhelming. Every last bit of it is overwhelming. And I'm like Ryan Poles, that the moment we can get some clarity on some aspect of it, the sooner the better. I'm honestly surprised that we haven't gotten some clarity, but we'll see. We'll, We'll see about all of it. We'll hear from Ian Rappaport and discuss it next on The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. Your midday destination for Chicago Sports Hub on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Oh, yeah. I want to find out about the Bears as you meet with them more extensively, maybe a pro day and a house hall visit, things like that. What do you want to know about them? Just do you want to win? That's it. Well, who's going to say no to that? Our own Mark Grody, who we've been celebrating today for him just being him. He'll be hosting On the Clock tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. With exclusive content from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, Mark is scheduled to be joined by the NFL Network's Tom Palacero and more On the Clock with Mark Grody can be heard right here on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Tom Palacero's colleague at NFL Network had some thoughts. Ian Rappaport giving you the latest on how all of this stuff with the first pick in the Bears and Caleb Williams and Justin Fields goes. In order for them to move off number one, to trade number one and forgo the chance of taking potentially Caleb Williams at the number one overall pick, it would need to be a historic draft haul, a crazy draft haul. I have not yet talked to any team, one, willing to make that happen, or two, that believes they can. It certainly seems like the Bears are heading the direction of taking Caleb Williams at number one. Interesting. How so? It just, oh, we'll take a historic haul. You mean like the one that the Bears got last year? Mm-hmm. I mean. Or are we talking about the Herschel Walker trade? I mean, the one that they got last year is pretty pretty good, and that seems to be the floor. Here's, here's my issue, and it's been my issue from the get-go. I don't feel like people are being consistent about this. 
if you're telling me that Caleb Williams is one of one, generational, Patrick Mahomes light, all of this stuff, and you've been saying it for a year, why is it that no one would come close to offering a historic deal to get a historic player? Especially considering that we saw last year for a player not as highly regarded, there were multiple teams that wanted to trade into the spot. You know how I feel about Bryce Young. I'm a big fan. I think he's going to be fine. Bryce Young didn't walk into last year's draft with the type of hype that Caleb Williams did, and he still courted serious offers, one of them crazy good, and made the Bears a lot better than they were going to be. And now what you're saying is, is that no one thinks that they can move up to get Caleb. No one's willing to offer the Bears something historic or similar to what they got last year to move up for a quarterback that everyone thinks is way better than the one that went number one last year. What does that say about his value? What does that say about people lying? Or you have a lot of people like Jerry Reinsdorf who are just like, <laughs> we're, we're not going to be in the market for Caleb Williams, the number one pick. Come on. That's just silly. Here's, here's what it feels like to me. It feels like to me that people have told Ian, the Bears are asking a lot for this, this number one pick. I don't know. They, they're sure valuing this one really highly. That's what it feels like to me. You were saying, Studs? Well, I, I was just going to say that it, what could be is that along the lines of what you guys are saying, it's like, yeah, the pick is is up if someone wants to come and offer us your next three first-round picks, a second round this year, and your best receiver. And then we can talk. And I think a lot of teams will go, oh, well, we saw what happened to the Panthers last year. Are you So you think that Ryan Poles now has the... He's got the reputation. Don't deal with polls. Well, well, it's because Don't the deal Panthers. With the, bull, the Panthers you'll get the horns. I, I was, I was thinking. Well, maybe that, but also I was thinking more because the Panthers crippled themselves. I mean, they gave up their best receiver. They gave up what became the number one pick in the draft. That was on them, though. Yeah, it was. They, they were in the midst of doing that anyway. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Trading yeah. away Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. And maybe there are some people who are new and say, "Well, what do you mean? What, what's the Herschel Walker trade you're talking about? What, what, what are you? What are you even talking about?" Well, the Herschel Walker trade occurred in October of 1989. It built the Cowboys. The Cowboys got the Cowboys sent Herschel Walker, their third round pick, their tenth round pick and their next year's third-round pick, and San Diego's fifth-round pick to the Vikings. The Chargers got running back Darren Nelson. All right. The Cowboys got Jesse Solomon, David Howard, Isaac Holt, and Alex Stewart, Minnesota's first, second, and sixth-round picks in 1990. Which turned into? Their first and second-round picks in 1991. Their first, second, and third-round picks in 1992 conditional on how well some of the players performed it it built the cowboys 
that that trade. Well, we could also talk about the Ricky Williams trade. Koch. I mean, well, you look at what the Cowboys did, and Koch. some of these. They, that's how they got Emmett Smith. That's how they got Russell Maryland. Yeah, it built the Cowboys. Darren Woodson. Well, you want to talk about that trade? Yeah, let's talk about the Ricky Williams trade. All right, well, Ricky Williams occurred before the 1999 NFL draft. Gosh. Essentially, they traded their entire draft for a running back. Gosh. Think about that. The entire draft for a running back. New Orleans, from Washington, got the fifth overall pick, Ricky Williams. Gosh. They traded to Washington their 1999 first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. <laughs> their 2000 first and their 2000 third. Can you imagine taking that phone call? You're going to offer me what? Yes. Our whole draft. Our whole okay. draft and the first and third round picks are next year. Yes. For a running back. Yes. And, and to, to just go back to the report from Ian. We always act like the people who are in charge of NFL franchises are smart. We only have to go back to the last time that there was a crazy quarterback draft where someone traded up to get a player that no longer plays for them. The number two and number three quarterbacks that went in that draft both suck out loud. And there were there were plenty of GMs that were clamoring to get both of them. You had the one guy who made his bones off of beating Coastal Carolina in the COVID year and a workout. The other guy played one game his senior year. And they were like, oh, we gotta we gotta trade up and get this guy. Really? And then what happened? I sucked. Well, why? That's Trey, that's Trey Lansing. Yeah. That Trey Lansing just will never, ever make I, sense. No. Them falling ass backwards into Brock Purdy saved a lot of jobs. A ton. But just, just whenever you think, well, NFL executives are too smart for that. Just remember that. R- remember that there were people that had Zach Wilson and Trey Lance so far ahead of Justin Fields. And remember that this franchise got spooked that someone was going to come and get Mitchell Trubisky. And, And from what I'm told, someone was coming to get Mitchell Trubisky. But not who they thought. Correct. And they made a dumb trade. Dumb trades happen all the time. And I'm here for Ryan Poles. If he wants to explore this and he wants to to say, well, I mean, we're not trading the pick, but I'll hear what you have to say. If somebody says we'll trade you our entire draft, and I mean like Here that, you go. Yeah, that then yes. Here you is Kutch running a team? No, I I don't think he's doing well. 
Running a team? No, I don't. You mean he, overall? No, I, I because I mean he's what? He's in his eighties. I know, he? but it, just like a year ago, he did like a birthday message for Steve McMichael, and with everything that's been going on with McMichael in the Hall of Fame, the fact that we haven't seen or heard from him, I think, is telling. Well, he's been through some rough stuff, but if someone wants to make you an offer, you listen, and if you value the player, then you don't trade them but you have to listen and if these guys all of these guys whether we're talking about covering the nfl or have jobs in the nfl have been telling you for over a year how special this dude but and now you don't want to play the game okay i don't believe it is basically what i'm telling you you don't believe that the cost is that high or I feel that this is other GMs complaining complaining that the price is too high. The rent's too damn high. <laughs> it's my favorite political party. Oh, the, hell yeah. The rent is too damn high party? Yeah. It's the truth. Classic, man. It's the truth. It's lying season, Dan. They're all lying. Oh, we're not that interested. Yeah, we won't. I didn't you tell me that you thought that Caleb Williams was a generational a yes, but not for us, is it? That's right, Alexander O'Neal. Kaylin Kaler is going to give us her thoughts on the NFL from the Combine when we come back. Keep it here. Bernstein and Holmes on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.